You have opened the Oculonomicon. I contain the history of magic in these lands. We journey into a world of arcane magic and malevolent evil, where you shall witness three bold adventurers and the perils they face. A Dungeons and Dragons 4th edition podcast, episode 9, Music in the Swamp. The two warlocks and their dog-headed companion have been dispatched to the swamps in search of someone who may render aid against the dark magic that threatens this land. What so the? we're camping briefly in the magical, mystical, magical. Can you feel that tingling in your balls? It's magic. Calga right, feels so magic in his balls, and KKK is going to do it all. Wait, too many keys. Okay, how much would it take? How much money would you accept for you to crush KK's throat for a little while? <laughs> to I don't know, rip out his hyoid. Not much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, I think his hyoid was ripped out. That's why he has such difficulty talking, because he's trying to keep his tongue in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you guys take a rest. All right. So, um... Back to full health. It's magic. Before we head off, I just want to touch bases with my companions. Hugsley. Hugsley. Yo. How are you feeling about hanging around with two warlocks? Yo. You feeling okay? Yeah, like, why wouldn't I? I'm a warlock. Mmm, yes. <laughs> well, the power of bashing he has got. Yes. We're thinking maybe you should dress a little bit more like a warlock, maybe. I'm totally dressed like a warlock. You're wearing a leather bikini and a cloak. It shows off your pecs real nice, but it's not magical. Yeah, we need to we need to magic you up a little bit. Would we you have okay to go to Magic High for the straight guy. Now, this huge right. thing that you call your rod, this, yeah. this gigantic club thing, I'm going to burn in, like, <laughs> wizardy things onto it without destroying it. You know, like a star and a half moon and a lightning bolt. Wouldn't that be neat? Yeah. All right, I do it. <laughs> While Jason makes a star in Make magic. Make an arcana check. <laughs> do a what? Make an arcana check. All right. Do, do, do. I think the last one I did. Yeah, good. It's still there. Pardon 26. Me. Do I do it? Oh, Sorry. I do it. Yes. Okay. Yay. And I give it back to him and I said, now you're like a real warlock. Now you've got your own rod filled up with magic and shit all over it. <laughs> okay. Matt's dead. I think. <laughs> Sorry, I'm making french fries. All right. Let's head off. Okay. <clears throat> All right, so you rest for the day. You make your way to this lovely Yoda's house. <laughs> All right, so you make your way to this <gasps> lovely uh, jungle swamp. It's so swampy here, magical. Here, you notice that um, there are multiple houses, um, seem seemingly made out of the trees surrounding the swamp. Um, there is a. 
decorative skull in one of them, just mm-hmm. just chilling out at the base of the tree. Okay, it's, you know the size of a large boulder, but it's a skull. Yikes! A real skull, like out of out of bone? Nope, it's carved. Oh, okay. Um, you also notice that um, this in this area there is no like daylight. It seems to be twilight always. Okay, probably because the trees are so tall and the canopy mm-hmm. prevents sunlight from drifting in. Mm-hmm. And then as you make your way into oh, kind this of thing, zone. As no, you it's make not your way. bone. It's it's stone. It's a stone skull. I'm talking about the the, the zone of twilight that we're in. <laughs> Stop it. Yes, we're in a twilight zone. Stop it. Kind of Stop place. it. I will retcon all of you out of this campaign. <laughs> <laughs> we're in okay. the dimension of time. <laughs> well, um, that's not wrong if you believe my. Wait, there's a signpost up ahead. <laughs> Angus, if you continue to rap. I will hurt you. I'm not rapping. <laughs> don't He's you the talk rap- no crap. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> As you guys make into this city, um, you notice that that city, this well, this village encampment, whatever it's, it's it populated with firefly- fireflies. Look at them all. Mm-hmm. You make your way in, and you notice that it's sparse. But the few people that you see around are, um, they're not, they're not like savage. They're not, they're not like native. They don't have any like grass dresses or anything on. They're dressed pretty nice. There's okay. one particular, uh, there's one particular uh, building or tree that seems to have the most activity. Um, there seems to be like a small gathering slash party that's happening. Mm. Um, you may, you can make your way down the wooden path through. Um, you can hear them. Here's cheering in the distance, laughter, camaraderie. All right, we like approach that. the gathering. Okay. As you approach the gathering, you notice that the... Um, sorry, I was looking at the chat. You notice that the uh, gathering is... The, the tree is actually... it's it, Inside the tree, it's pretty hollowed out. It seems to be like two to three tiers. There's a bar in there. Oh. And there is a woman on a table mm-hmm. dancing. Now, she is doing her... She's doing what appears to be sort of like a combo African uh, gypsy dance. Gypsy racial slurs which exist in this realm, but that's all right. <laughs> you racist. Sorry, but I don't think there are gypsies or Africans in this. You plane, racist. In this system. I, I am the GM. I make the rules. I can say there is Africans you're in the city. You're a monster. You're using the G I'm going to Wakanda. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs> you're using the G word, man. Anyway, so um, there's this uh, lady. Yeah, there's this lady who is dancing on the table. She is. Everyone is crowded around her. Is she, she dressed? Oh, she's dressed. She looks, she's tall, she's light. But if you notice that she looks kind of like Calypso. She's got, except her hair is shorter, shoulder length. Um, she is, I would say, if you want, make, uh, she would look something like a cross between what Storm in the comics looks like it, uh, for the X-Men and Tamara Dobson. Well, hello there, lady. I like you dancing. Storm's called Blue now. That's her hero nickname. I don't care. (laughs) Um, She has, again, caramel-colored skin. She is... And she seems... Everyone seems to be really into the music that's happening. Mm -hmm. I can feel Um, my shoulders move. Why is this thing? I don't like it. 
Okay. It's alright. <laughs> to my little ears. She is, and everyone is seemingly just clapping and tapping in time with the music. Music's loud and lively. What do you do? I head to the bar. All right, so you go to the bar, and the bartender looks at you and just produces a drink. Um, excuse me, barkeep. We're from the White Spire. Uh, we've been sent to find a particular individual by the last name of Legbow. You notice that the bartender isn't paying you any attention. He actually, hmm. he is a, uh, he's, he's a, I wouldn't say a large gentleman, but he's a, he's a thick, like, football build. Um, mm-hmm. He has a bald head. Um, what you'll notice is everyone here is brown of some sort. <laughs> I'm gonna... They all have a, a, a nice melanin count. So what um, you're saying is we're basically the marsh- marshmallows in a cup of hot chip cocoa. So that's a streetwise roll as we're checking out the bar. Streetwise. Just to check out the bar, see what the feel of the streets are. So a perception check? No, He's checking wise. Bar Street. <laughs> okay. Um, you notice that uh, the drinks are pouring. People are drinking. Doesn't Everyone's in good spirits. You also notice that there are people who... It seems like there's an artificial like air to everything. It's like people are just going through the motions, but at the same time... Seemingly enjoying it. Darn it, that was my arcana check. That was only an eight. Okay, so streetwise generally covers finding out what's going on, who movers, shakers are, etc. So, yeah, that's what I'm doing in the bar. Seeing who's yeah, the movers already, and shakers. You already found who the movers and shakers is. She's on top of a table. And I'm enjoying it. <laughs> Does she um, share that information with me? Uh, the bartender does not. The bartender like produces the drink and just continues to clean the bar, attend the bar, but he's not doesn't appear he's paying you any attention you notice that with <laughs> your arcana check there's magic pulsing through the air, but you don't know what it is hmm if only we could do a take 20 yeah, we can't do that here sorry, I I'll know ro- I'll roll for the met. I notice Kyle gone there doing a wee check you say anything, Kyle gone Find anything? No, I detected magic, but I can't see. I can't pinpoint where it's coming from. I'll give it a go. I found an apple. What? <laughs> he found an apple. Twenty-four for my arcana check. Okay. Uh, in this place, you notice that the magic is emanating from the women on the table. People who are in this bar, though they are present, like you feel their 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 presence, seems to be being overridden by the magic that is leeching out from this woman. Um, it's almost has this as woman if, seen us? Does she even seem aware of our presence? She seems to be just having a great time dancing and enjoying enjoying the the cheers that she's getting. But you can also tell that. If you look at the bartender, he's just his eyes are kind of just glassy. They don't well now. really seem to hmm. register. Um, the drink that he served me, what was it? It was a uh, ale 
Oh. Okay, um, I've had a wee look around. Um, that woman is magic, man. Is she? She seems to have entranced everyone. I want to see the limits of this. Well, and, she uh, is this, uh, entrancing. Yes, well, I'm not paying attention to her. Excuse me, barkeep, do you have anything stronger? Say a whiskey or a spirit? He looks at you and just produces another drink. What drink? It's the same one you had before. It's another ale. Uh, okay, does he have any drinks other than ale behind the bar? Uh, you won't know that because you're on the other side of the bar. Oh, all right. <laughs> well, um, now. How big is this gentleman again? Uh, he is... Do you know what... Um... Trying to think. Uh, linebacker? Alright, is he bigger than Pugsley? No. Pugsley! (laughs) Pugsley! Can you do me a favor, Sweet Pea? I want you to do an extra special warlocky thing for me. Will you please take both of these ales and pour them over the bartender's head? like a bad decision. I want to see just how entranced he is. You can always say no. That's actually a good reason to do it. <laughs> You'll throw me for a loop here, Jason. <laughs> I'm like, oh, it seems like a really bad idea, but that sounds reasonable. As soon as you do it, Throw the mugs down the ground and step back and act as if you're just as surprised as he is if he reacts. You know, I'm going to grab one and I'm going to... Right. You know what? You know what? Fluff! I'm going to pretend that I, I tripped. Oh, good job! Yes! Do-do-do! Nothing, nothing! I'm busy staring at the woman. Great. <laughs> so yeah, I bluff, I trip. I'm like, oops, I spilled my drink on the barkeep. My bad. My bee dog uh, you just spill it on his chest, or do you actively aim for his head? Yeah, I'm trying to aim for his head, but, like, kind of be like, oh, I'm totally hey. tripped! <laughs> when you trip, and you, I'm assuming you trip into him to spill the beer? Against the bar, yeah. I would mm-hmm. think. Yeah, against the bar. Okay, so you can't dump it on his head, because the bar is only waist height. Like... <laughs> Like, in order for you to trip, you would have to he's be, like, holding... The... In... He's splashing it into his face. Okay. Uh, you do that, he stops for about a half a second, wipes his face, goes back to tending the bar. Oh boy, this is bad. So, uh, right. Calgon, can yes. I get that medallion for a second? Fuck off. All right, come, come, Pugsley, come here, let's step I outside of the bar, want a little dance. We? KK, you can join us if you want. We're stepping outside of the bar for a second, all right? All right, fine. Pugsley, come with me, please. Pugsley, there's some magic shit going on in there, and I'm afraid KK is part of it. No, I'm not. (laughs) Are you with us? Oh, yeah. I said so. All right. All right, well... What do we do? We need to find out what the leg bow is. I told you, it's labia, and she's right there. She'd be magic, that woman. She's entrancing everyone. I don't don't think that's leg bow. I know, I said labia. All right, I'll tell you what. I'm going to step back into the bar, and I'm going to hold up the medallion above my head. 
and hopefully capture the attention of the dancing woman. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. Sounds quite reasonable. I'll just uh, stay at the door. Okay. Cover your exits. Yes, cover my, my, my back exit. I'll cover your back exit. Make sure no one can take Got it. fingered by a specter a couple of days ago. <laughs> and I'll cover his back so he doesn't run. We'll get a right good old train of covering. My rod will be ready. <laughs> mm. <Mm-mm. laughs> uh, are we still playing the game? Yep. <laughs> right. I just... I had a thought about how to make this work because I wasn't expecting this. Alright. Okay. Alright, so you go in there with your with the medallion held high for some reason. I'm standing in the in the entryway. And I've got my ready. rod ready right behind him. Mm. <laughs> Just keep it cool. <laughs> I don't want to fight everybody in the bar. <coughs> okay, so uh, you hold the medallion high. She, while she's dancing, you know, she's twirling around with impeccable impeccable balance, mind you. Mm-hmm. She spots the medallion. And you notice that her dancing becomes more sultry. Okay. But the patrons, they're still cheering, but they all seem to want to look at you now. Okay. I hope you're I ready. It's the loudest voice I have. Calypso sent us. <laughs> you hear, while she's still dancing, you hear this voice. She just... <laughs> Ah, sister, what do you want from me now? She talking to her sister or to us? I don't. Was that a rhetorical question? <laughs> you said Calypso sent you. Yes. <laughs> what does that little bitch want now? Well, <clears throat> and then I relate everything that led us all the way up to this moment. While you were doing that, the dancing has stopped. Mm. Everyone, she gets off the table. Everyone is like gently, you know, letting, getting her down and, and, and she moves her way through the crowd. Mm-hmm. She just takes medallion from your hand. Okay. And she goes. <laughs> so. <laughs> Shut up, Micah. So this. Oh, wait. Okay. So. <laughs> So those usurpers want my help. It would appear so. Uh, uh, and the traitor bitch sent you to me, looking for Toussaint Legba. Yes, for um, help. Calgon. <laughs> yes. You notice the word traitor there? I did. I notice what? The word traitor. I did. Uh huh. Just well, be if ready. you want the help of Toussaint Legba, well, you mm. found her. Oh, Wonderful. Us. Toussaint, we are all neutral. <laughs> Some more chaotic than others. <laughs> I've had a really long couple of three days, and, you know, two days ago, when I had more energy, I would have, oh boy. But right now... I've been dealing with KK and Pugly in the swamp and in the forest and everything else. And hey, I've been a good boy. 
The only reason we're doing this is not to help the trader, but just to get our boons. <laughs> what do I care about your boons from some white bitch who took my throne? Well, let me put uh, it to you. Oh, wait, your throne? What happened? Uh, uh, She's just stroking the medallion. Mm-hmm. She goes, I assume you know the history of the white spire. I'm pretty dumb when it comes to history. I kind of blanked out during those classes. Yeah. He's not kidding. You know, the, the white history. spire was an ends to a means. If you catch my drift, <laughs> you know how that how that vile city came to way, came to fruition, right? Well, yes, three... I, under three people came and I uh, did something. <laughs> they battled and stuff. Oh yes, three people. Except they only did. They only really teach you about two of them. But my that's true. My family, mm. the Toussaint Legba, mm. led by High High Priest Sola. Mm. It was his magic that made it true for that under that undeserving bitch to have my throne. So you're angry at her for something that her father did? <laughs> her father, her. You don't think that I wouldn't <laughs> that I couldn't take that throne if I didn't want to? Well, I don't. I, mm. Perhaps I don't know. We see, we don't care oh. politically whether you're sitting in the high tower or whether she's sitting in the high tower. Mm. We're just in it for the boons. <laughs> There's no help for you here, child. Well, let me put it to you. Can I put it to you this way? The black taint that nearly destroyed the forest and killed everything it touched. We have no idea where it's from. We have no idea where it's going. And we have no idea what caused it. And it appears to appear anywhere. It would be a shame if it appeared here. (laughs) The black taint, you say. Is that what they call it? That's what it looked like. Uh, You've seen such a thing and survived. Yes. In fact, I just related to you everything that we just did. A specter uh, came from out, out of it. Oh. Mm. I got so. bukkakied by it. Yes, he got bukkakied by it. It was gross. Mm. And so they sent you to me. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, we've yes. But I tried to throw a spider at it. Yes, he tried to throw a spider at it. She takes the medallion. She takes the medallion, <clears throat> and she puts it. She just kind of puts it in 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 the waistband of her dress. Mm-hmm. And she goes and she walks towards the uh, towards the entrance. And as she does, she throws her hands up. And as you notice, the room of people, they all just sort of sit down at a table, mm-hmm. dead silence. Hmm. And she just saunters out of the room, pushing past KK and uh, Pugsley with Mm. ease, as if they're nothing. Okay. And she goes, Follow me. Very well. The story of Toussaint Legba. Oh, goody. So you follow her to um, one of the other trees, the one with the skull that's carved Mm. into it. Okay. And uh you go inside her bungalow or tree house. And you notice that 
the inside is a lot bigger than it was than what it would look like on the outside. I've heard of this. <laughs> she she walks in and you as you follow her, she takes her place on the only thing I can really describe it as is a papasan chair. Mm-hmm. And she drapes one leg over one arm. They look comfortable, but really aren't. They're really hard. Um, she s- sits to the point where she drapes one leg over over an arm. The dress mm-hmm. that she's wearing mm-hmm. falls between her legs. Oh, boy. <laughs> and she just takes sort of like a relaxed pose. I know we're supposed to be working, fellas, but this is becoming increasingly difficult for Calgon not to be Calgon. <laughs> Oh, stay on target. I'm trying to stay on target. That's the problem. Don't use a computer. <laughs> I don't even know what you... Hey, hi, lady. Anyway, so tell <laughs> us the history, please. I'm going to look at the floor. My grand... My father, Sola, mm-hmm. was the sorcerer. Sorcerer. Sorcerer? Wow. Okay. Sorcerer, child. Shut up. Was the sorcerer. <laughs> Of the triumvirate that brought together the land of Almuri. It was supposed to be split between the, the three houses. Mm-hmm. Each one of us were supposed to have a chance to have a place on the seat mm. of the, and rule for a number of years. Sounds that fair. Bitch Quinn took my seat. She has been using my, my throne to run that city into the ground. Well, apparently that's exactly what's happened, because she's so desperate that she sent us to find you. Mm. She sent you to your deaths. Perhaps. We've survived so far. Even you seem surprised that we faced the taint and survived. Mm. Of course. I mean, I made it, of course. I'm surprised that you survived. You made the taint? (laughs) Look around you. This whole place is mine. You think those people in there were there by choice? Just like you, they they were sent by the White Spire. I just made them into my slaves. I see. So all of those people were sent before us to do the same thing that we're doing now, and this is kind of a trap thing. (laughs) Of course. I see. (laughs) Somehow she believes that you can do what others have failed to do. Hmm. Which is, Mm -hmm. stop you. Ain't nothing to stop me for. Obviously. Well, I have a few questions before we, anything really starts. Is that alright? We don't really have loyalties to anyone. I'm sure the doofuses that they sent beforehand were loyal to Quinn. As I've said before, we're just doing this for a boon. Right, fellas? I'm doing it for the boon. What about you, Puggy Pug Pug? He says nothing. <laughs> He's a pug. He's a pug man. He just wants to bury his boon. Now, I'm going to tell you this straight. I am feeling a little bit insulted that she scraped the bottom of the barrel after she sent all the A-listers and then sent us. (laughs) (laughs) So let me ask you a question. This taint that you created, what does it... Does that mean we're better than the A-listers, though, at this point? No, it means we're bad. It means that we're the residue on the inside of a barrel. That's what it means when you scrape the bottom of it. All the the A-listers are dead, so what does it say about the A-listers? They're not dead. Well, no, they're enthralled. <laughs> so, the the taint, this taint, we found a sorcerer trying to conjure 
a specter in some sort of dark ritual that involved a lot of limbs. And um, from this bubbling black taint came a specter that we defeated. Is that part of your whole thing and creating it? Mm. That's not my magic. That's a perversion of what I sent out to them. I see. So that your version of the taint is far purer than what we encountered before. She's got a right pure taint. That's right. Ripe, pure, righteous taint. She looks at she looks at KK and cracks a smile. <laughs> that half breed thinks he thinks he's funny. Let me show you the people who thought they were funny too. And behind her, from there was a curtain behind her. Behind mm-hmm. her, a large man appears. He's got markings all over his chest. And he just stands there. And she goes, Meet my husband. Hello. My name's Calgon. What's your name? He says nothing. Oh. Not very talkative, is he? He just (laughs) looks at you. He just looks at you with this disdain, but he stays close to her. You see, my father had more than one daughter. I am the eldest. My my younger sister, Calypso. You've met her already. Yes, she has a shop in town. Mm. She thought she could go there and change it from the inside. Mm. I thought I I didn't bother with such things. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So what does the taint do? Does it just take over people and bend them to your will? I'm getting there. (laughs) Alright. See, it is this taint, as you call it. This yes. blackness that I sent to her was a message to that white bitch that you that I would destroy everything. She did not. So she knew about this the whole time. Huh. I wouldn't be surprised if she didn't. So she knew exactly what she was sending us out to do. Of course. And I'm sorry to say, sweetie, but you're just going to be new trophies for me to play with. I did, I'm sorry. Neutrophus? Neutrophus? I think it's some kind of STD. Uh, it sounds like it. You do know that trophies exist in this world. Stop acting Trophies! Oh, okay, yes. Trophies. And thus ends the chapter. Return to this library another time for more of our tale. Until then, hallowed wizards, may your spells sing true. Three for Adventure is a Lemmy Listen podcast production with Angus MacDonald, Scarce Coherence, Jason Harding, and Matt. Produced by Angus MacDonald and Jason Harding with music by Kevin MacLeod. You can find more Lemmy Listen podcasts at our website at www.lemmylistenpodcasts.com. If you like what we do, please support us on Patreon at patreon slash lemmylisten. And thanks for listening.